With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, stand by. This is Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's up, kids? Thanks for checking out Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show podcast. Or daily online at 1059thebrew.com. I'm Tanner. Drew's there. Buster S. Marcus is on the MIC. Yeah, yeah. Good morning, Marcus. Hi. Good morning. How was your guys' show today? It's good. I was, I was, uh, even though I was tired, it was good. Yeah, it worked out. We made it to the finish line, and now you're the cherry on top. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's happy about it. Mm-hmm. Dude, you know the guy who ran Papa John's? What was his name? John Shatner? Yeah, Papa. Yeah. Uh, he says it's, it took him 20 months to stop saying the N-word. So did you see the follow-up to that, though? No. His follow-up is he says he was misquoted and says that he it's taken him 20 months to get away from being associated with the N-word. I see. So he was like, you know, I'm, it's, getting, it's taking me 20 months for you to stop thinking of the N-word when you think of me type of thing. Yeah, and they're like, oh, uh-huh. the dude can't quit saying Because <laughs> you read the headline, it sure does sound like if it took you 20 months and you, <laughs> you have, have a serious problem. racist at that point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it... Like it, you can't dig this out of That's you. That's crazy. So it may be a little taken out of uh, maybe it was taken out of context a little bit. But that doesn't take away from the things he said in public conversations before. You know, where they're on conference calls and he's saying outlandish, uh, maybe closed-minded things years ago. Uh, so Shatner, I'm just reading the story. So Shatner says it was known that he is not a racist and that he uh, thought of his uh, ouster at Papa John's. He said, I guess that he, that keeps him up at night. He says. But he also said that it's taken him the past 20 months to, quote, get rid of the N-word from his vocabulary and dictionary so he can prove he's not a racist. Uh, it says, we've, this is a quote from him, we've had three goals for the last 20 months, get rid of this N-word in my vocabulary and dictionary and everything else because it was just not true. Uh, he said... See, he's confusing even in the way he says so things. So I think I, that's how it gets he said it the of, wrong way. Yeah. But what he's meaning is it's taken me 20 months to get away from me being associated with that. Mm-hmm. But he said it like it took him 20 months to stop saying the N-word. Because he said in my vocabulary, and I, I'm not sure. You'd think a guy who launched one of the biggest pizza companies in the world would be smart enough to know how to say it. Because, yeah, he was very confusing there. Yeah, the quote, again, is we've had... We've had three goals for the last 20 months. Get rid of this N-word in my vocabulary and dictionary and everything else because it's just not true, he said. Uh, Quote, figure out how they did this and get on with my life. Getting voted off your own team has got to be nuts. You know, what's he talking about? Figure out how they did this. You did this. You did this to yourself. 
Yeah, it's not like it's not like somebody else came in and was like, hey, did you hear what he said and was lying? And then he ended up out. They they obviously conducted an investigation because, like Drew said, you don't just randomly get booted from your own company. That takes a board of directors and a vote. Uh, like He still had a large amount of stock in that company. He just didn't have the controlling interest anymore. Right. So you you have to be voted out. You can't just be told to leave and and. And like you guys said, that is the most confusing quote I've ever heard. Yeah. And I read, I, I read the headline just like you did, Tanner. Drew, I, I when you clarified it, I was like, oh yeah, okay, well that makes sense. And then Tanner, you read the quote, and I'm confused all well, over. Well, let's again. let's what hear the quote. quote is, let's actually hear it. Let's actually hear it. And we've had three goals for the last 20 months to get rid of this uh, N word uh, in my uh, vocabulary and dictionary and everything else. <laughs> You can tell he was searching for a word, though. Like, he hesitates before, and he oh throws boy. that out. It's like, man, you fired oh the PR boy. guy, didn't you? So he wasn't taken out of context. He just... Well, I, I think he was. I think he said it wrong, but he... I mean, if he comes back and clarifies and says, I'm not trying to stop saying the N-word. Jeez Louise. You know, it just, it's it's a bad sentence for a guy who's already kicked out. You know, like, they, if you're already have you on seen, double secret probation. Have you seen videos of his house where he's, like, showing off really gaudy, like wood cabinets and stuff there's videos of him just showing things off in his house oh he has a lot of money uh anyway the guy's a the guy's a weird dude he's yeah, a very he weird dude i would like to see the movie because he there's no way that guy thought he was gonna get voted out of his own thing he was on the box yeah i'm on he, the box you know i watched and it's crazy when you lose control of something when it gets so big you know that the guy who started mcdonald's didn't end up running mcdonald's men's warehouse you remember the uh, I guarantee it. You yeah. remember the, the yeah. dude? He got voted out. Yeah. I, I listened to him talk about the moment that that happened, and they came to him, and they're like, so we're going to give you a customary role. You know, it's going to be a big title. You get a paycheck, but you're not in control. And he's like, no. And they're like, okay, you're fired. That To hear that, and you are the, no, I'm the men's warehouse guy. It's got to be tough for Papa John. That's mm. all I'm saying. Whether he deserves it or not, that every day he gets up and he's pissed. I don't do well, Papa John's. I don't ever order from there. Drew and I had it every week for a year and a half. And it broke us. And I just can't do it. You know, um, I will admit that the, that cheese bread that they have. It's doable with a little you know, bit of buttery butter. A little bit buttery of garlic water. butter, but I just cannot do Papa John's anymore. And if I do eat it, if that's all, I have to eat it with one of those peppers that it comes with. Because the pepper will kind of mask the the Papa John's taste. It does help a little. I like it what happened to us with Papa John's too. When a parent catches you smoking and they send you to the porch to smoke the rest, we had <laughs> so much pizza that we ruined that we just oversmoked it. Yeah. And it didn't happen to me with Papa John's because I hadn't. Uh, I used to come into the show late at that point in time during the during our career and. I wouldn't get there till like after four and the pizza was all always gone at that point in time. But after Tanner, you left, Drew and I did a thing with uh, the sandwich shop Togo's. We did Togo Tuesday and I have not had one of those since that happened either because yeah. it was every week we yeah. had a sandwich and every week it's like, all right, I've gone through the menu once. I'm going to start playing the favorites here and see how long that lasts. And then a year and a half goes by and you're blue in the face like it. It actually happened to me with a few different places during our run at the radio just because food kind of centered around what we did. Like at least one day a week, every week, all we were concerned about is what we were going to eat. <laughs> yeah, and the whole you know? show. Badass Friday. Yeah, <laughs> the whole show. The three of us just tried to stop our heart on a yeah. weekly basis. Mm, I miss those days.
I wish cat not flipping around to one nutrition fact. I I honestly want to go back there. Mm, those are the good old days. Yeah, when it would just you know you could get right through a day like well, that. Well, it's, it's when attack. you're younger too. When you're younger, you can eat like shit and bounce right it. back. You it know, just cooks off your back just, as you walk through the room. Can't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, breaking down. Like during the week, I don't drink soda. And do you know how hard that is for me? Because I don't drink coffee, and so in the morning it's just water. Mm-hmm. And so I so badly, and it's it's honestly the fact that we don't have a soda machine here is a is a big help because I could see myself breaking. Mm-hmm. It's tough too because I I haven't had a cup of coffee in like over a month, and there when you don't have caffeine, especially with the time we wake up, there's mm-hmm. there's a there's a moment where you'd be like, all right, let me let me get myself a DP real quick, let me get a Dr so Pepper. Why did you, you quit? Coffee, Drew. I knew that that was kind of helping you with their early mornings. Was it like a sugar thing, or was it just trying to get off caffeine? No, I drink black coffee, uh, and I enjoy coffee. But I, you know, when my chin got all irritated from I don't know the mat. Well, originally I thought the mask, then I your diet, and then you're like, oh my god, do I touch my face too much? That it was for so long that I just you know I'm now until I get to not wear a mask, I'm watching the dairy, the caffeine. And uh, like anything that's too oily, just because I don't want to have a, I'm breathing on my own face. I need to get this vaccination done and then I can, uh, you know, be done with that. But that's why. And so I love coffee. It'll be back one day. But right now it has nothing to do with my diet or trying to do sit-ups. It's just, I just can't. Well, I saw a map yesterday of the United States with all the states that aren't requiring mask mandates anymore. And I mean, it's like it kind of looked like the same map with with reversed states, but it looked like the same map that has a legalized uh, cannabis. It was like a smattering of like 24 states that like didn't have a mask mandate anymore. (laughs) It's like masks, masks and cannabis or no masks, no cannabis. Those are our two (laughs) style of state. I think it's a little early right. to be really, really, you know, lifting the restrictions, but uh, you know, whatever. I'm, gl- I'm glad they're the one testing it out. Like, oh, Texas, try. Yeah. Well, I, w- I want your grandma to be safe because but- if it works, then let's just lift it. If, yeah. if their restrictions open and then two weeks or a month from now everything's fine, then what the hell are we doing? Yeah, then. But sign if it, me up. But you know, if it does go up like they're expecting it to, um, and who knows? I guess we'll find out. But if they're, you know, if it does go up, then you really made a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, lifting the restrictions a little too early. You were almost there, but we'll we'll see. Because maybe maybe they're right. We'll and see. The jury is out because you know. Watch. I was watching local news yesterday, and they always do like a little national news, couple minute blurb to try and like hook you in, right? And the media is starting to fish. And the reason I say that is the story's not as bold or as great anymore because we're getting vaccinated. States are opening up, so it was like. They were digging for variants and different stuff to mm-hmm. scare you back into watching all the time. And so I think it lies somewhere in the middle. I think that, you know, we need to be careful, but it's, we don't need to be wearing, you know, full on gas mask suits and, and freaking out at this point. I think we're on the backside of the hill. But who knows? Because we get all these news reports. So <laughs> we'll, we'll find out later. Somebody um, had to try it eventually. I think that's the whole point. Is it? And you knew it was going to be a, the more of the yeehaw states that were going to try it first. <laughs> <laughs> that should be yeehaw. official. <laughs> the yeehaw states. The yeehaw belt. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I like it. I like that. Uh, yeah, it's uh, wow. Meme it, spread it, make it happen. What do you think, Joe Exotic? Oh, fuck yeah. Joe's in. Um, yeah. Well, he's. 
Did, did you hear that he hired Carol Baskin's legal team? <laughs> Carol Baskin's legal team? Yeah, he hired. I just read an article the other day. He hired some lawyers that actually used to be Carol Baskin's lawyers to fight for him. I'm not sure exactly what, maybe to get him out of there. Oh, wow. But, uh, you know, interesting. Money. What? I mean, the guy, the whole, the whole, uh, the whole ten-part Tiger King thing was about how this guy basically stolen every dollar he'd ever had, and he's uh, flat broke and now in prison. How is he hiring a legal team? Period. I'm surprised he's not I, on court-appointed. I, I lawyers think he got this. some money from the show, or maybe his his estate did, or something. He's got a play. Uh, he's got a book coming out. Yeah, and you know, maybe there. Yeah, he's probably making money somehow, or at least someone on his behalf is. Mm-hmm. There's got is there he was always the king of merch. If you remember from yeah. the documentary, he yeah. could get like a man hammock with his face <laughs> on it. I'm sure somewhere there's some Joe Exotic merch. Listen to this story. Uh so this guy, so police were frisking him and uh they go, What's this right here? And he goes, That's my dick. And it was actually a Glock. Oh, he, that's actually not a bad last ditch move. He tried to play it off because there's and there's a video, I don't know if it was on cops or I just saw it on YouTube or I'll pull it up. I think we can play the audio. Because the cop is giving this is frisking this guy and he goes, What's this right here? And the guy goes, Oh, uh, that's my dick. And the cop stands down. So like it's a great idea if you have a weapon and the dude's like, What you got right here? And you're all I got wood. He might stand back. Here it is. <laughs> oh, it's god dang it. Here's a it's a video. It's a it's I found the video, but it's got a couple of other YouTubers like Oh, here's a crazy moment roadside. All right, here it is, here it is. Ready to look for him real quick? There you go. Hands on your head. Yeah, there you go. See, he's shaking. It kind of makes me nervous. It's cold outside. Yeah, it's cold. Yeah. Okay, what's this right here? That's your penis. All right. All righty, sir. There's your penis. I mean, like, he grabs it. Dude, I'd be so. I'd be so proud of myself. They're like, dude, you just thought that was a rifle, didn't you? <laughs> it's my weapon oh, grades dick. My my, my. <laughs> it's my pump action dick. That's funny. <laughs> uh, how would I let's see? I'm let me try to pull this off. A pump action dick. <laughs> oh, hey, that's crap. I knew what you were to play right there, and it still caught me off guard. <laughs> Artists come in all shapes and sizes. That was, oh, that was incredible. Funny. Anyway, so uh, anyway, yeah, the guy uh, obviously was in fact not his dick. It was a Glock. Uh, so it didn't work. Uh, it was a Glock 23, which is a great weapon. Mm -hmm. If not illegally packed beside your jewels. And it had a magazine in it, 22 rounds, and yeah, they, they took him to jail. It's a, it's, you got to be where you put that thing. Glocks have a very... Um, I don't want to call it suspect because it works, but it's a very easy to bypass safety mechanism. Yeah, there's not really a, like my Glock, I mean, it doesn't really have a safety on it. It's like safety light. It Exactly, Drew. It's got a little tiny pre-trigger on the trigger that's like, yeah. are you ready to pull the trigger? Pull the trigger. It's kind of like that. That's the feeling. Like you, you have to press it, so. it down to, to, to pull the trigger, but that could easily be pressed down by anything in your pocket or something that you sit down on. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I try, I try, if I carry it, I just, there's never anything in the chamber. Yeah. And you're not just yeah. laying it aimed directly at your Johnson. <laughs> it's probably not best. Mm, yeah. But, uh, Dude, how degrading is that, though, when they even pat to be patted down on that level? Like, hey, man, I just want to see if uh, your and one shorts have a gun in them. Like to get to that point, 
especially you got to see how some people are just pissed they keep getting frisked all the time. Like that would make me feel like shit. Yeah. Yeah, it would. I mean, when I remember when they pulled me aside and frisked me at the airport, like they did a full on pat down and I, I was, I felt offended. I couldn't believe it. You know what I mean? Like he goes, all right, I'm going to touch the, touch your area with the back of my hand. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's any better. Like the back of your hand is any fucking better. Exactly. I'm just as aroused by the back of your knuckles (laughs) as the front. I love as fashion has started to creep into like the tighter and and the more form fitting wear. Uh, The one time that I got that pat down at the airport, I was wearing not skinny jeans, but a lot skinnier jeans than what I normally would. Um, And he did the thing where he reached all the way up into the nook of my leg where it like connects with my pelvis. And he he reached behind my junk and then he lifted my junk with the back of his hand. Looking like for out heroin of the way, like baggies. The t- yeah, he was he was going gooch fishing and he was looking around. <laughs> and I'm going back to wearing Jinkos when I travel, dude, because he couldn't have gotten up there if I had my Jinkos on. Yeah. That that crop me below the knees. He would have been fishing in, in no man's land, which is fine. But skinny, I can't imagine if you had the real form-fitting skinny jeans on, they'd probably just sit there and make paper mache out of your junk while they feel it. Yeah, because Jankos, I mean, you could sneak a 40 on the plane, but those skinny jeans, there's not a lot of room for bulge. You could probably human traffic somebody with Jankos. Those (laughs) things are massive. Uh, We got a nine-year-old over here. (laughs) Crazy, those pants. Uh, All right, so listen, if you don't have the vaccine yet, eventually, uh, hopefully you're going to get it. Uh, But what should you wear when you do get the vaccine? What should you wear when you go get it? When you're getting your COVID-19 vaccine, experts suggest that you wear clothing that allows a, uh, 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 you know, what do they call those people? A phlebotomist? Yeah. uh, To easily access your upper arm. God, the fact that we have to tell people that. I know, it's like, really? It's like, dude. Okay. But here's the clip of Dr. Michael Chester explaining it. Short sleeve, tank top, um, anything that's easily buttoned, open, that can expose... That's Michelle Chester, excuse me. ...your arm. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what? I've got three sweaters and a turtleneck on. Just poke through it. Dr. Chester also recommends a loose-fitting top. Something loose-fitting, because you will have a Band-Aid on afterwards. There may be a little bit of soreness, and you don't want anything that will potentially press against your arm. Some people are so stupid, you got to walk them through it. Here I got belly shirts, halter tops, V-necks, high-rise, tankies. You You don't want to remember to breathe oxygen in through your nose and then back out the mouth. And uh, if you have a slight buildup of saliva, go ahead and swallow that. It's just how far away are we from literally walking people into from out of bed, brush your teeth. I mean, it's this is and you know what's going to happen. We're going to get another news report in three months. It's like, well, the news report that said that people were supposed to wear short sleeves has kind of come back to bite us. And we want to- <laughs> <laughs> it, it proves They're that a tighter fitting shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see. I it. mean, it's just more back and forth. And it's uh, you touched on it earlier, Drew. It's just looking for something. What can we get the doctor to say that's going to make us mm. look legitimate? We need to make well, this juicy and, and you know interesting again. Yeah, it can't be a boring old virus that we've got on the mat with our foot in its Got to be some sort of fear attached to it's it. It's coming back. The Hong Kong variant is uh, in a neighborhood near you. Speaking of uh, the vaccine, there is a 1979 Star Wars immunization PSA that has resurfaced online. And it sounds like it's uh, C-3PO. It's for some like measles, mumps, and rebellion. Yeah, like, or- you know, get your kids, you know, immun- immunized. Okay. 
All you need is a little rewiring. But children need to be fully immunized. And alas, so many are not. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Right, R2, I'll ask them. Parents of Earth, are your children fully immunized against childhood diseases? Immunize your children, please. And may the force be with you. Yes. Hot damn. Force be with you. They need to send that commercial down to Ashland. You know, I know at one point it was the least vaccinated city in the country. I don't know if it still is, but. Yeah, I hope they're flipping that around for this situation. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. C-3PO telling you to get your uh, get your shots. And I can't wait. I mean, it, we were talking to someone who said they're going to do it at Walmart. So, you know, yeah. it's, I know they're doing them at the grocery stores by my house. Just how, I, you know, how quick they can get it in those arms. Yeah, Drew, we work with somebody who's going to go. They, they only could find a spot at the Walmart in Vancouver to get their vaccine. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you get the vaccine at a Walmart? Me personally? Oh, was, you, Marcus. Oh, Marcus. Yeah, you, you take that one. Dodge <laughs> uh, <laughs> that boy. <laughs> Woo. You're going to make me be the guy that says no. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> you wouldn't get it at Walmart. They're rolling back prices in your sleeve. Yep, and there's a Rite Aid right down at the end of my block that I would have to drive by to go to that Walmart. So I'll just wait at the pharmacy until it's ready for yeah. me. The more the merrier. And, you know, there are some people in some cities where the Walmart is the only place with lights within about 38 miles. Yeah, so, I, like when I went to Nebraska, I, long, long time ago, I, I was with this girlfriend and she – lived for in Nebraska where her family that's where her family's from. So we flew there and we would drive for miles and we'd get to the Walmart middle of nowhere, right? And it was the biggest Walmart you've ever seen. Oh it's got a God. tire super center attached to it. There's like a car uh you know there's like a like a shop attached to it. Then it's got it's one of those super Walmarts with the grocery store and the retail store. Never seen a Walmart this big. It's got a full on food court. Yeah, they got they got like a like a kids carnival in the parking lot next door. A mortgage loan department. <laughs> Place is massive. You can sign up to drive a bus. The whole thing. You know, I've been to one of those um, grand openings way out in the sticks for a Walmart, and they'll bring in some. I don't even want to say B actors or B musicians. It's like Dude, this no, person did the tailspin theme for Disney in the eighties. It, it's definitely B actors. I met Robin Show, uh, who, who played who played Liu Kang in the Mortal Kombat movies. Uh, at a Walmart, <laughs> by chance, or did you go? No, on he purpose? was there. They hired him to like sign autographs. Oh, so you weren't just right by the Doctor Scholl no, stand? This was uh, it was the Walmart by Marshall High School, and I was going to Marshall at the time. At the grand opening, or was this just like during a- the grand opening? Yeah, and so okay. they had the they had two bat they had two Batmobiles out there from two different Bat movies, and Robin Show was was he was also the dude in Beverly Hills Ninja. 
So did you wander into this place or did you no, see I this went on there. the schedule? I went there. I saw the schedule and I went there to get an autograph because he was also, he played Liu Kang in the video games yeah. too. So I was super excited to meet him, but huge. Deal. Is that a Walmart? So yeah, they do be bringing B and C level actors. The fact that you get a vaccine, <laughs> you could get, you know, a B actor signature and some Cherokee jeans. Yeah, a couple of, no, that's Target. <laughs> Cherokee's Target. Oh, really? <laughs> okay, my Just get bad. some really low-budget Russell Athletic yeah, sweatpants. Or they'll have, like, Rustic America. <laughs> I know that Cherokee's uh, Target because I work oh, yeah, there. That's, that's, right. their, that's their name brand. And you could put a mean crease in a pair of those I had a couple day. of Cherokee pants, I Man. will have to say. Did you guys back then, um, not to get off subject, but did you have the little um, sensors, like, in the jeans so you couldn't steal them? I don't remember if... Like, did you have to go... Because you'd remember if you had to unhook those things at the counter. I don't remember having to do that on pants. So I people mean, were just uh, ripping uh, you yeah, guys off. Yeah, the pants were $9. Nobody <laughs> like, gave a did shit. Did you just steal $9 jeans? Yeah, no, you did. <laughs> nobody cared. <laughs> Dude, there was one time I was working at Target, though, and an employee, I don't remember his name, but I really liked him. Um, he guess I, he had a cousin or somebody come through, and he didn't ring up like half the items. Mm. And the security was watching, and they, they arrested him. See... Talk about an embarrassment. They took him back into the security room, and I saw them escorting him out in his Target uniform, handcuffed. If they would have cut so the bad. Target logo out of his polo, oh, I'd die and go to heaven. <laughs> Just rip it off. You don't <laughs> you deserve know, to wear this badge. Yeah. Oh, man. You get arrested for stealing Cherokee jeans, and then the minute you get out of jail, they just cancel your ass? <laughs> I have one more question about Target. So when you worked there, they still had the food unit, right? Yeah, food like was still there. Hot dogs and cheese. Dude, sauce. and the cheeseburgers there were good. Were they good or were they, they convenient? Were, they were probably good for my age. I mean, if I <laughs> eat them now, I probably would have a heart attack. But, but right then, I really liked the food at the grill at Target back then. Which is leads me right to the question I wanted to ask, which is. Was that a discounted item, or do you like dude, know the hot order guy dude, and he hooks it? The guy who worked there was also named Chad and gave that shit to me for free. You guys had a Chad bond and yeah. you got free cheese. Were, and I never dogs. met anybody named Chad, and he would hook it up. Oh, amazing! Because they still make us pay, even as employees. Yeah, which is totally screwed up. Yeah. I mean, you, you guys are out here. Pretzel or anything? What? You don't even get a shift pretzel or anything? <laughs> no. <laughs> and and he when he first got there, they didn't even have robot cart movers, so he's. All triceps yeah. all the time with no free hot dog. I had Chris Farley calves, man. Just, just beasts. No I wonder you quit that place, man. <laughs> Disrespected your legacy. Yeah, I quit that. That was my only job that wasn't in radio. They but, still um, remember you back there. Was it, was it the one by the mall? Yeah, Clackamas Town Center. Bop, bop. Yeah. I had to take the bus to the Clackamas Town Center, walk through the mall to get there. Hell yeah. Hated it. I hated it, but it was a good job, you know. It was better. I, I, it was it better was than working job. at like flipping burgers at McDonald's. I didn't want to do that, you know. Mm -hmm. I did not want to flip, flip burgers. It's like, yeah, I'm one step ahead of that garbage. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, I wanted to work at McDonald's when I was a little kid, and my family always thought it was so hilarious. Don't don't you think? <laughs> are you still striving towards that McDonald's gig? I'm like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. I didn't get the gig. Um, let me see other things we didn't get to today. Oh, uh, the acoustic version of Aqua's Barbie Girl. Hiya, Barbie. Hi, Kevin. You want to go for a ride? Jump in. It's about all I can handle of that. Was that the actual yeah. Barbie biscuit? Aqua. Oh, the qua? <laughs> the qua. <laughs> 
Uh, Chris Cuomo is getting some heat. Chris Cuomo from CNN after he said on the air that he is black on the inside. Just looking out of the window, watching the asphalt grow, (laughs) thinking how it all looks handy. How do you know the words to good times? You know I'm black on the inside. Good times, anytime you need a baby. (laughs) It's Don Lemon and... It seems lighthearted enough. I mean, but, you know, I'm not part of the offended group in question. So, you know, they probably mad at him. Yeah, I don't know. I always try to look at it from the other side and think, if Neil deGrasse Tyson started singing the theme for Full House, would I be offended? Even if he said, hey, (laughs) I I love white people TV. Well, I think think people should look at intent, too. You know, Mm -hmm. I think people need to look at intent. If 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 they clearly didn't intend to say that, then... Maybe they said it wrong, but... And they're friends and colleagues. Yeah. Uh, I think people really need to look at intent. Like this, Burger King is getting also uh, getting a lot of heat over uh, a tweet they sent out yesterday for International Women's Day. Now, they sent out a tweet that all it said is, women belong in the kitchen. Mm. Now, when you first hear that, kind of a sexist comment. Sounds like trouble. But you click it, and it's actually an initiative that Burger King's behind that wants to get more women involved in cooking and in the culinary field. And that there's like, I think 30% of peop- uh, people in the industry are only, w- are 30% are women. You know, there's not enough. And so that was their whole idea. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we want to get more women in- involved in-, in cooking and being a chef. Level the playing field. But uh, people took it the wrong way. You know, maybe a poor poor choice of words uh, during the cancel culture time that Burger King made. But at the same time, you should probably look at intent. They were Mm. trying to do something good. I think you're completely right. Because when it comes to, like, advertising in the 80s or 90s or even the early 2000s, that would have been hilarious. It it clicks you in because it's seems abrasive, and then it comes full circle that it's not and that it's funny and that it's helpful. But... In this day and age, we don't we don't see it that way as a group. Not me, but as a group. We want to come down with the iron fist all the damn time, which is nauseating and tiring. For it's more exhausting. Than just me, I'm I mean, everything's sure. going to be so generic in 50 years. I uh, hate it. Uh, this person, I'm just reading tweets. This person says, I won't be eating at your store again. Uh, oh. This person says, maybe instead of using sexist jokes to promote a program that's basically just a, a virtue si- uh, a signaling PR campaign for Burger King, the company could do something useful like address the harassment and sexual violence their f- female employees endure at work. Okay. Just some See, of that, the comments. That what, Marcus? Is that a thing? Is Burger King embroiled in a sexual harassment issue right now with its female I, employees? I, I did not hear that. Not that I know of, but that's... Uh, hold that's, on. Burger King workers file charges against Burger King demanding an end to work, uh, workplace sexual violence. Now you are a big company. You're, I bet you every single one of the major fast food restaurants... Probably has something like this going has on. Has yeah. litigation in motion at all times because you employ so many people. Whether the charges hold, whether they're legit or not, or in the middle somewhere, all these companies are so big they're always dealing with this. Yeah. Not saying that it, that that discounts it one bit. When but, it comes down to it, lawyers are the problem. Mm-hmm. Lawyers, because they'll find a way to keep the keep the yeah. drama There's going. A, the reason they put uh, on the in your blow dryer, don't use in the shower. It's because one, someone is stupid, and lawyers, fucking lawyers, are coming at you. And you There's don't... also a douchebag problem in the United States, too, because there are a, a, a select group of guys out there that see a, a woman walk into the walk-in freezer to grab another head of lettuce, and they're like, now would be a perfect time to press my junk up a bunk, uh, against her butt. She's going to love me for it. 
and they just still don't get it. It's a tone deaf problem. Yes, there's plenty and, of douchers yeah. out there. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's and, always and something. Those guys make the lawyers a shitload of money, and yeah. they'll, I mean, you know, it's it. And to be honest, let's face it, it shouldn't go on at a workplace. Like everybody should be able to go into work, put on your apron at Burger King, and know that nobody's going to try to slip you a chicken tender. Yeah, and I, it kind of blows me away when you hear stories from you know, like females will tell you stories of some something a guy did, and you go, "What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking what? Yeah, it's disgusting." Yeah. You know, Amy worked in a bar for, you know, years and years and years. Some of the the comments that you just have to shuck off yeah. if you want to be continue to be cool and be chill. It's it's but a lot. Back to the uh the original point is I do think that in this day and age people need to look at intent. People need to look at what the person really meant instead of what they accidentally said or, you know, maybe said out of anger. Yeah, and we're so quick to cancel and, you know, individual by individual. Like the lady is like, I'm done with Burger King. That tweet holds no water to me because you're one of two people. You basically, if you you either already didn't like Burger King and that was easy for you, or you're a liar because anybody when they're not mad anymore and they want a Whopper are gonna go get one. That's just what you're right. gonna go do. You're not quitting something you love. There's no way you love Whoppers if you're gonna legit quit it. No way. <laughs> All right, let's Sooner get to. Later, you know what they're going to do is they're going to check your Twitter handle at the drive-through. Be like, go ahead and enter your Twitter handle. Uh, no, nah. you see right here on uh, June twenty-first, twenty nineteen, you said you were quitting Burger King forever. Get the fuck out of the line, <laughs> and then not serve them. You know, I mean, take control back. It's time for real fake news with Buster S. Marcus. Uh, oh, excuse me. Well, this is a pretty crazy story, Tanner and Drew, um, as long as you consider that it's coming from Nova Scotia. Uh, that's in Canada. There's still barely a blade of green grass to be spotted on the Halifax Regional Municipality, but two men decided to take their lawn tractor out for a spin on Saturday anyway. Their adventure attracted attention for reasons other than being out of season, however. The operator was driving the one-seat machine on Cow Bay Road in Eastern Passage, Nova Scotia. The slow-moving machine had created a line of traffic behind it, setting off at least one call to police. A uh, Royal Canadian Mounted Police officer stopped the vehicle at 425 and conducted a breathalyzer test because that's automatic in every country in the world. If you get pulled over on a lawnmower, you get a breathalyzer. It just mm-hmm. There's no way between the two. Uh, the driver was found to be way over the legal limit. 55-year-old man facing charges of impaired operation of a conveyance and operating a conveyance with a blood alcohol level over 0.08. Mm. They call it a conveyance, not a vehicle. Yeah. You can mow hammered. You just got to do it on private property. Exactly, Drew. They, if your lines are crooked at your house, nobody cares. But if you're cutting them down the middle of the interstate, well, we've got a problem. Uh, let's head down to I disagree South with that Mount- law. <laughs> I should be able to ride those things on the freeway. Go There's ahead. a lawyer who will defend it. Uh, a woman in South Africa has missed the memo that masks are still required where she is, and she recently stretched the concept of dual-purpose clothing to the breaking point. You guys know where this is going. Uh, this woman was shopping at a pack and pay. She's clearly a Karen. <laughs> um, she decided that she was going to go into the pack and pay without a mask. She was told, take uh, or you need a mask to be in here. So she decided to take off her underwear, pull them out from under her dress and throw them up over her uh, nose and mouth to cover her ears. Oh. Now, I was trying to search the actual day that this happened to see how hot it was in South Africa. I can tell you from the picture that she's wearing a sundress with the shoulders exposed, which means it's too hot in South Africa to be wearing your own underwear oh, on yeah. your face. Those things were skid vicious mm. for sure. 
<laughs> uh, long story short, she was not very politely asked to leave the establishment and did so with her underwear on her head. So jokes <laughs> on you. Um, and this is actually this is crazy. You guys, did you hear about what's going on at Panda Express in Santa Clarita? What Other than really tasty orange chicken. It's delicious. I mean, for a time, but I might buy what you can get now. A 23-year-old woman is suing Panda Restaurant Group headquartered in Rosemead, California, and a live seminars and coaching academy in Pico Riviera for sexual battery, a hostile work environment, and intentional infliction of emotional of emotional distress. Now, essentially, what this lawsuit is claiming is that these people were selected to be uh, eligible for promotion, and they took them to... Um, an off-site facility where they had this group, which is called um, Alive Seminars and Coaching Academy, come and and like put them through a little bit of, um, I guess, what you could call a boot camp. The complaint alleges the seminar was bizarre and quickly devolved into physical, uh, physical, psychological, sorry, abuse. At the start, attendees were told to sit down and not talk, and they were left in isolation for a full hour in a room that had completely blacked out windows and doors and no clock. At this point, a man stormed in, started yelling in Spanish, and berating them for sitting there and doing nothing, which was exactly what they had been told to do. The man, who was an Alive Seminars employee, loudly proclaimed that the attendees were nothing and don't matter and berated them individually. The suit says, quote, the overall effect of that was uh, the overall effect was that of a nasty drill sergeant. Now, that's one thing. Like most people can take the whole scared straight thing. We watched it all the time when we were kids. A big dude comes in and yells at you, but he's legally prevented from touching you. So you just wear it. Well, didn't actually go the way that uh, we thought it would at this little thing, because this ended up where uh, these people would be raided for hours on end. They were made to strip down into their underwear and sit in a circle confessing their biggest fallacies. At one point in time, one of the men couldn't get the people in the circle to believe his biggest fallacy, so he broke down in tears, at which point the Alive Seminar staff got everybody up in their underwear and made them kind of hug it out with that dude in the middle of the room. Hmm. All of so, Panda I mean, Express? It's like overhand right after overhand left as far as your uh, your your lawsuit is concerned here. I mean, if any of this stuff is true, if only one thing that they say here is true, this seminar company is completely wiped off the face of the earth. And who knows what's going to happen to Panda because it was a company sponsored event. They hmm. sent these better not mess with my Panda were... Express. I need to get my Kung Pao. And maybe these are the secret ways that they make it taste the way they do. Mm. I don't care what they do. Straight when the when they put the orange chicken sauce on, they scream out, "You're nothing!" <laughs> I think I've heard it. And finally, uh, this one is a little bit of a dated story, but it was just too good to put in or to not put in. This happened in 2019. Uh, in Palm Beach, Florida, believe it or not, a man stole uh, more than $30,000 in rare coins and then cashed them in for a fraction of their value at change machines at area grocery stores, according to investigators. Uh, Palm, Beach Palm Beach Sheriff's Office investigator Shane Anthony Mele, uh, excuse me, investigators said Shane Anthony Mele stole uh, rare presidential coins valued at $1,000 each and other items worth a total of $350,000. Investigators said that Melee sold some of the coins at a pawn shop for a mere four grand and then exchanged the majority of them at a Coinstar machine, uh, which gave you face value for what they were worth when these things were thousands of dollars a piece. 
he was arrested and charged with grand theft and unrelated drug charges. And unfortunately, he's a lot less rich than he could have been. Probably could have hired a pretty good lawyer if he'd have sold all of those coins to the pawn shop. Yeah, but that coin started falling, man. I get it. Damn player. Coining. I mean, you ever had your cargo pants pockets all full of change like Kramer on Seinfeld? You just got to <laughs> stop by a coin star. It's so easy. I'll give him 10%. Take it. What so else you got, brother? That's it. All right. Oh, oh, spread it. All right. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> You've been listening to Tanner and Drew's Donkey Show. Hear it daily at 1059thebrew.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.